everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellobratic. And I'm Amelia Bellobratic. And today, Disney Genie Plus has now raised its price. Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa has some new great foods as well as other resorts in the area. And Disneyland has started its Christmas celebration news. Yeah, they're starting to get ready for that. But let's jump into this first one. It's the story of the week or the last two weeks or so. Look, there's been problems with Genie Plus ever since it launched. If you listen to our show for a long time, before this ever launched and we knew about Lightning Lane and all that, we were saying this needs to be expensive, right? Because there's no point in launching something, pricing it low so that everybody just buys it as if it were part of the ticket price and it solves nothing, right? So that's what happened with Genie Plus. Just got overcrowded. Everybody bought it because it was so cheap. And now essentially you have equal long lines. Yeah. So basically it's just like part of your ticket. That's what happened. So... They tried a bunch of different things. They're not letting you buy it in advance for whatever good that did. No, anyway, now... None of them really work. Yeah, now they've decided to raise the price, which I think is a great idea. I also think it's a great idea, as long as you continue to pay for that. Yeah, but the problem is they did not raise it high enough. That's the problem with this. This is going to solve nothing. Mark my words here. So... Well, it'll solve something. Disney will get a lot more money. It's not even that much. Let's first talk about what they did. So... So they're trying to manage demand for Genie Plus so that not everybody buys it and it just, you know, <laughs> it solves nothing, as we said. So they switched to this variable pricing model, which is sort of what they do with their park tickets and stuff like that, too, you know. Based what, on peak seasons. Yeah, which exactly. Are... So that's fine, but the price is still not high enough to curb demand. So, And it's different at both resorts. So at Disneyland, where, you know, Magic Band Plus is just coming in and all that sort of stuff, they're making it $25 per person per day. That's what it is. One price. And they've added web slingers to it now. It didn't used to be part of Lightning Lane pre-booking. But anyway. Oh, well, that that's worth the extra $10 a day. Yeah, so 25 bucks a day. Not bad, but I don't think it's high enough. And at Walt Disney World, they went this variable route. So they haven't really specified exactly at which, when will cost what and all that sort of stuff. They I just predict said, like weekends and peak seasons. Well, they but... said like Thanksgiving and Christmas might be $22. Oh, great. So right when we're there. And then at other times it might be 11 to 15. So it's, it's it was 15. Oh, wait, so now they're dropping it? Yeah, I thought I saw 11 somewhere, but nobody's really sure until this really starts kicking in, right? But even at a peak of 22, it was 15, right? That's what it's been. 22 to 15 to 22? That's not going to do anything, well, right? Well, I'll tell you what it will do. <laughs> it'll give Disney seven more dollars per person per day. If yes. you have a, if you have 50,000 people in the park, that's hundreds of thousands more dollars for yeah, you every single day. So That's true. For Disney... Why not just raise it a couple more dollars? So there's two ways to look at it. Are they doing that or do they actually want to solve the problem that it's creating? Probably not. So I think really, let me ask you this and let me ask everyone listening. Here's my thought. I think at least 50 bucks per person per day will make people think twice, which is what they want. Mm -hmm. They want to make it a premium thing. If you start and go right to 50, that's one thing. Or do you, and people go, oh, 50 bucks and then they'll complain, be done, but it'll solve the problem. Isn't it worse to go 22? All right, now it's 30. 
Okay, we're going to try it at $43. Okay, now it's $50. Yeah, because then think... people just slowly complain and complain and exactly. complain. Exactly. You're going to hear more of the nickel and diming stuff. So I really disagree. I think it's the wrong approach altogether to start, oh, we're going to mark it up a little teeny bit. You know, this is garbage. If you're <laughs> price it accordingly, like every other park does, like Universal does, like our local parks do, I even think, like Disneyland Paris does. And I think Disney's getting a lot of unfair complaints from people that are mad about this. But like, if you go to Universal, they do not have free fast passes. Well, that's what I was like. Universal you know, doing the I'm same saying. thing. They're just mad because Disney used to have free and now it's like everyone else being paid. But I think you have to think of it from the money perspective because that's obviously where they're coming from, right? If, if you go right to 50, you're losing a lot of people right there. And so you're losing a lot of money because they want to see if people are going to be willing to pay more and more and more. And eventually if too little people buy it, then they have to lower the price again. Yeah, well, that's my point. You don't want to be going up and down and lowering, I think. I think that's worse from a PR perspective, I think they're right? experimenting too much because then the people that are that's buying right. it are going to get kind of annoyed. Yeah, they're like, experimenting, exactly. Pick a price and stick with it. Exactly, and I think the experimentation on live guests who are already complaining about people. everything. Yeah, Just I, send so, out a survey. So that's my theory. I think it's too low. I don't think it's going to make any difference. I think it's still going to be bought by the same people buying it now. This is the thing. If you're buying it now, I don't think $22 is going to stop you from buying it. And that's only if you're going to Christmas and Thanksgiving when you're going to go, geez, I need it more than ever because it's super crowded, right? Yeah, so I think it solves nothing, absolutely nothing. If you're going for a week, that's only like an extra $100, $150, which is a lot of money. But like it's not in the grand scheme of things, you're still going to pay it. Exactly. So I think this is a fail. I do think they should raise it. I always said this is underpriced and that's the problem. Make it so that it is an exclusive thing and that will get the sort of number of people that they need in order to ensure that lines are manageable and not you know the fast or sorry the lightning lane is not this super huge long line because everybody bought it and standby is you know almost as equal to the time you know what i think I what think, do you think? Bring back FastPass. Yeah, Ditch know. all of this. It'd be so we, well, they could just bring back FastPass. They could have done digital and made it FastPass. They could do I, this, like I, I said from not. the beginning. Why did they not just make the FastPass paid? Still have the advanced purchase so we don't have to get up every day. Just make us pay for it. Yeah, good we can point. still book 60 days out. What's no, the because difference? then people would get really mad. Anyway. If you make it different, it's new and therefore valuable to be paid. Or I don't know. I just don't think this is going to solve the problem that they think it is because they didn't raise the price enough. And do, now they're going to have to go up again. And it's just going to get people angrier and angrier. Instead but do they of think they're solving shot. the problem? I don't know if that's what they think. They do. Because it says the first line in their release was to manage the demand for Disney Genie Plus. Oh, well, no. Disney, what you're managing is your finances. And good job because you're making a lot more money now. So let us know what you think this week as we're tweeting out. You know, here's my question. Maybe I'll do a poll. Is this going to make you not buy it? I don't think it will, but we'll see. We'll see what people say. So that's the news for Genie Plus. It's a teeny bit more. And I'm sitting here going, big deal. We're still going to buy it. This is not, I mean, we'd get it anyway, but people who are very budget conscious, I don't think this is enough to stop it, to sort of manage demand. Because it's still saying. probably not worth standby. Like $7 is not worth sitting in a four hour line. Yeah. So. That's our thought. And that's only on the worst days, right? The other ones is going to be 
Yeah. Maybe even less. Exactly. So, so $3 is not worth a two-hour line. Like, it just, the math doesn't yeah, check they're out just, Disney. They're trying to get too fancy, Disney. You don't have to get this fancy. You can still make a lot of money and make it easy for guests. They can be done. Just look at every other resort and don't... Or here's, here's what I This is I not want. being innovative. You know what I want? I want bring Fast Passes back. And if you want money, have like what Universal does, a $300 a day, you can get a fa- unlimited Fast Pass. Well, yeah, that's what I think this should have been in the first place. That was our first, that's what I was hoping for before it launched. That makes the most sense. But anyway, they didn't do that. And now they're monkeying around with this stuff. They'll end up there eventually. It's been going on for months and months. So we'll see. In 20 years, they'll end up there. They were just taking the scenic route. 20 years. They're just taking the scenic route. (laughs) That's an awfully slow road. We'll go up like $3 a year and then eventually they'll end up. All right, let's talk about food that everybody loves that you mentioned. There are some great new food items coming to Walt Disney World yes. Resort Hotels, and I don't think these are limited time. Oh, food, food, food. First, Enchanted Rose has added some new dishes. Now, originally, they only had oh, four. They were all very good. We've yeah, tried so each we've, and every one yeah, of them. We've eaten there many times. If you have not visited Enchanted Rose, the food is excellent. You know, it's like it's expensive, right? It's Enchanted Rose and the Grand Floridian, but it's good at least. It's not expensive. <laughs> it's crap. It's pretty good. It, the food is really good. So they got a bunch of new things coming that we're quite excited to try in a month or so when we're there again. So yes. what do we have coming to the Enchanted Rose at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa? So firstly, we have a sugar charcuterie board with artisanal cheese selection and hummus and tapenade yes and smoked paprika and grilled pita bread you know i love some bread or the next one too there is a smoked trout and crab dish and that has salmon roe not for me i'm not a fish person passing on this which is salmon eggs in case you don't know (laughs) with olive oil and sesame seed lavash combined in an elegant little tasty dish they do do things quite picturesque at enchanted rose and then if you like caviar, which I do not. Yes, but this one includes Siberian caviar, an egg yolk spread, cr- creme, creme, creme fraiche, creme fraiche, caper berries, and last but certainly not least, a little section of brioche buns, which I'll just eat all of them and you guys can have the caviar. Yeah, so that one, yeah, if you, it's cool because it's sort of an egg that, you know, you break. So it will be fresh yolk with caviar and creme fraiche and caper berries and brioche. So if I would I would try this. Too fishy for me. Again, caviar is super extra fishy. but I don't mind caviar. Um, I, yeah, you've had caviar. Oh, you did. Yeah, at Victoria and Albert's. That's, That's right. That's what we said. Um, I don't mind this. I was going to say where? <laughs> oh, at Disney, <laughs> right next door to the lounge. And then finally, I don't know. You like flatbreads, but will you like this one? Um, I will get a cheese flatbread. All right, I think. they're calling this one the seasonal felt flatbread, and it has what artichokes, figs, ricotta, roasted garlic, and watercress. Sounds good. You know, if you like that stuff. But mm-hmm. yeah, you're not a sort of veggie, you know, I know you don't want probably figs on yours. I have a young person's palate. Yeah, it'll have a little bit of sweetness. And by that, I mean a three-year-old. Okay, moving on. At Disney's Port Orleans Resort, Riverside. Some of these sound good, you might like. (laughs) Yes. Boatwright's Dining Hall. So this has expanded and it will now include more like authentic Cajun and Southern flavors. So one of the first things they have is a low country seafood boil. And this is yeah, filled boils with are classic. shrimp, mussels. And dewy sausage. That I would actually be very interested in trying. Yeah, you like it. You've had it. And corn on the cob, potatoes, spicy Cajun, and a toasted baguette, of course. Yes. And it's... Uh... It's sort of a boil, you know, done like a typical boil is. So it's like almost not like a stew, but you know what a boil yeah. is. Comes in just like sort of what we made here recently in our uh, oh. can cooker that we <laughs> right. like to do on the grill. 
Yeah, and then also... Slow-roasted blackened prime rib, and this is topped with Cajun butter and served with mashed potatoes and seasonal vegetables, which I would switch out for fries. But other than that, sounds delicious. I think you might like the next... They got a lot here. Listen, they've got a taste of the bayou, all-you-care-to-enjoy platter. Maybe we'll be stopping at Port Orleans Riverside. Listen to all the stuff on this one. Hickory smoked ribs, crispy Cajun chicken, smoked sausage, barbecued beef brisket, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, roasted corn with Cajun butter, and seasonal vegetables. That's a lot. That's now, a carp. here's the thing about these. You know, the ones that sort of like hoop-de-doo, these sort of dishes are good. Now we were recently again, unfortunately, at uh, Whispering Canyon, and it's just gone downhill. The food was average to poor now. So... Disney does a lot of these sort of barbecue platter things. Some are good and some are not. It sounds... It sounds good. It, it should sounds be good. good so. so we're going to see what the taste of the bayou is all about. Okay. And if you don't want all that meat... They have plant offerings. Disney is now putting plant-based offerings pretty much everywhere. And here they have the Harvest Red Beans and Rice. And this is beans simmered with plant-based sausage, peppers, onions, and celery Along with some cornbread, it has to be cornbread, and they also offer dessert, cheesecake, vanilla ice cream, peach blackberry cobbler, all of those sorts and of an, things. And interesting, for little ones, they have the row, row, or your boat. I don't know why they changed that a Sunday. And then cookies and milk. So, you know, cookies and milk, I don't think you can go wrong with your kid. And then rounding it all out, there's some drinks. Oh. I want this. The Big Easy well. Whiskey Sour. Love bourbon and whiskey. So this is Maker's Mark bourbon. Not my favorite brand. Sorry, Maker's Mark. But anyway, with lemon juice, pure cane sugar, and some Big Easy Red Blend. And then at the River Roost Lounge there, they have also a plant-based dish and a signature drink. And over at French Quarter, the Scats Cat Club, what do we have there? Another plant-based. Lots of plant-based coming on here. Sassy Sassagula Sliders. So it's a plant-based burger. Hmm. It's got barbecue jackfruit and slaw and fried pickles with it. Fried green tomatoes and jardinera and pepper jelly. And a fish cake. Fish in quotes, because it's not really fish. Right. A, how do you have plant-based fish? I don't know. With a spicy remoulade and arugula. I don't know. I'm not going to try that one. I'm going to be honest with you. I'll go back over to the Riviera, I yeah, think. Yeah, Riviera, I think, is more your style. Yes. So, Bar-Riva has a new... Barata salad? Salad. That's with... not for us, but... This one has heirloom tomatoes, fresh pesto, and... Focaccia. <laughs> right, I know how to pronounce it. Focaccia bread. Obviously, focaccia bread. And There's salmon. salmon dish, With yeah. orzo, so seared salmon and... Pomodrocchio tapenade and a lemon orzo. Yes. And the mushroom arancini. Risotto, mushrooms, cheese, and truffles with a house-made marinara. Now... Now, the meals... They sound good if you like those sorts of things. Uh, for me, the dessert is more interesting. The molten chocolate cake is a new addition. And then also the Riviera's new signature cookie, which is semi-sweet chocolate chips, ground oats, California walnuts. It sounds pretty good. Yeah, so they have this signature cookie. I think that's one we want to try. There's pistachios and dried cherries and sea salt and you everything. You know what? It could be really good or really bad. Yeah, that's a primo piatto. So let, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a lot of really reviews good. about that one. So we'll see. And then finally, the boardwalk has some new signature cocktails and mocktails. So check those out over the boardwalk so really like this lots of new dishes not seasonal timed things just new additions to the menu so we're going to check as many of those out as we can 
on our next visit coming up shortly. And yes, good news. Fantasmic is coming back to Hollywood Studios in November 2022. Yep. They have not released a date yet. We will let you know when they do. But it's good news that Fantasmic is coming back. Yep. And coming up also in November, you know, Disney likes to start it bright and early. Some seasonal Christmas and winter festivities are coming to Disneyland Resort. And these will take place between November 11th and January 8th, 2023. So Yeah, we're not going to go through all of this now. But check our show notes. We've got all the details the for festivals, everything. That's the happening. holidays, the all food, things are coming. All the stuff that's just quite a lot coming. It would be a whole other episode. Yeah. We'll get more into world and land Christmas as it gets yeah, as closer. Yeah, it gets closer. But you know, right on November 1st, they're all decked out. So there you go. Be. You are now caught up on this week's Disney travel news. Really want to hear the feedback on this pricing as it rolls out. See what you think. Do you agree with us or do you disagree? Let me know. We'll see where we stand. So thanks for listening. As always, everyone, love to have you here. Follow along online at 1923 Main Street on every social media channel. We'll see you again next week and have a magical day. Bye-bye.